Podcast. This is episode 10. This is part two of Binging Past and Present TV series. I'm going to pick up from where I left off last time, and we're comparing the rebooted and reinvented versions of past television series to the current rebooted version, okay? I will also give you some tips on what's good to binge right now, what I've been binging, And I may answer one or two questions from some of my followers. Plus, I will tell you about a few things that I have in the works. So stay tuned. I hope you guys are doing great. So let's get on with it. Uh, This is a show about binging, basically binging TV shows, everything on streaming platforms, cable television, regular television, also binging movies. And in the near future, I will add binging video games because, yes, you can binge those too. Let me go ahead and recap. Last time in Episode 9, I talked about comparing old TV shows with their rebooted version. I included the TV classics, some of the best TV classics in part one, where I compared Lost in Space, The Twilight Zone, One Day at a Time, Fuller House, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Perry Mason. All of them, past and present, appears on various streaming platforms. Now today, I will talk about more shows that have been rebooted, That's appeared on network television, but you may also find them on streaming platforms like Netflix, Hulu, and Prime. The shows that I'll talk about today are Dallas, Dynasty, Magnum P.I., MacGyver, Hawaii Five-O, Roseanne, Will and Grace, and Charmed. Now, if I forgot any that you guys may remember or anything that you guys have seen, feel free to shoot me an email at info at bingetology.com or go to the Bingetology Twitter and Instagram and shoot me a message there. And I will be setting up the Facebook page real soon for Bingetology, so you'll be able to post there and find helpful tips on binging. Okay, now I'm going to be honest right up front. I have not watched some of the originals and do not watch a lot of the rebooted shows from the list that I'm talking about today. Let's see. I've never seen Magnum P.I., old or new, MacGyver, old or new, Charmed, old or new, or Hawaii Five-O, old or new. Now, I have seen the original Dallas and Dynasty, but I have not watched the rebooted versions. For personally, I tend to think that the new versions cannot be as good as the original. I mean, come on, guys. Those were classics, Dallas and Dynasty. So I've postponed watching the rebooted versions mainly because, and as a benchtologist, if I'm going to watch the rebooted version, I would like to go back and rewatch the original version because it's been at least 20 years before since they've been on TV. And now that you can find them on all the streaming platforms, um, it'll be best for me to watch the originals first and then catch the rebooted ones. So I'll probably watch the original Dallas and the original Dynasty 
and then I'll watch the reinvented Dallas and Dynasty. And those came on network television on the WB channel, I think. Um, now, if I decide to do it that way, that will be a very long binge marathon because network TV back in the day had 26 or more episodes per season. And now that everything is available on streaming platforms, it's fun for me when I want to plan these long binge marathons. I mean, I stock up on all my favorite snacks, turn off the ringer on the phone, get comfortable in my favorite chair, have my drinks handy, whether they're soft drinks, sweet tea, lemonade, beer, dark and stormies, bloody marys, cocktails. I, I know how to binge and keep sustaining my energy during these long binge marathons. Now that everything is available on streaming platforms, it's easy to find these original shows as well as the rebooted versions. Um, you can find most of them, like I said, on Prime, Hulu, CBS All Access, and now that Peacock is out, you can definitely find out a lot of these shows on there as well. Now let's move on to what I have watched that's been rebooted or reinvented. Let's see, Wild and Grace, Old and New, Roseanne, Old and New, and I think that's the only two that I thought was worthy to watch the rebooted versions. Now, the original Will and Grace was a classic TV show, very funny show that brought being gay to the mainstream. It was a risky back then. I mean, it was really risky putting on a show that had two main characters that were gay. Now, you can find all of the old and the new episodes on NBC Peacock that launched on July 15th. And right now, the Peacock is free, but there is a paid version. But I'll go into more detail about Peacock in probably the next episode, okay? Will and Grace uh, might still be on Hulu, because I know I would watch it on Hulu if I missed it on TV. Um, the original version of Will and Grace had 10 seasons. The revival, Will and Grace, is only one season, so that's a total of 11 seasons. You're looking at 246 episodes over a 22-year span. The newer version of Will and Grace is um, just one season because it was canceled. The reboot was kind of funny, some episodes, and mainly because there are a lot of references to what's happening right now in the world, especially during this Trump presidency. Personally, I did not find the reboot as funny as the original show, but there is one stellar episode that references the characters from I Love Lucy. And if you're going to watch the new version of Will and Grace, be sure not to miss that episode. It was hilarious. Now, as for Roseanne, I remember watching the original series back in the day, and I liked the original series. And even sometimes I still watch reruns if there's nothing else on TV. The original Roseanne was 10 seasons. It aired on ABC from October the 18th, 1988 to May 20th, 1997. Now, I remember in the original series, to me it wasn't as funny after they won the lottery. 
um, because they used a lot of fantasies and dream sequences in the episodes. Roseanne and Dan split up for a short time. It just wasn't as funny. Um, the Roseanne reboot, which is interesting, ran from March 27th to May 22nd, 2018. It started off really funny. I thought the chemistry was still there among the cast. All of the original cast came back. Um, but once they fired Roseanne and killed her off the show, personally, I didn't find it as funny. I won't say it went downhill from there. It was just different. Um, they renamed it The Connors, and that started in October of 2018. So far, it's been two seasons. There's about 31 episodes, and it's currently still running. Um, I guess new episodes will be broadcast once this COVID-19 is over with. So if you want to catch the old one, you can. I think it's on Prime. Um, and they do have a lot of reruns on stations like Cozy TV, maybe TV Land. But you can find it just about anywhere. And the new ones you can catch on Hulu. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to catch it on the ABC app if you have cable on ABC. And I think that's the only two places for right now, and that's the Connors. Um, the Connors is different. Um, it takes place like 20 years, I guess 20 years after the original ended. Darlene is divorced with teenage children. Um, Jackie is still Jackie. Dan is still Dan. I mean, Roseanne died, of course. DJ is married with a young black daughter because his wife is black, but she's in the service and she's stationed overseas. I don't think I've seen Crystal or Sandra Bernhard or any of those people reprising their roles. But check it out. You may like the Connors. Okay, so that really covers the comparisons of the TV shows that I've seen that's been revived and rebooted. Okay, I may still have a lot of work cut out for me because there's a lot of the rebooted shows that I haven't seen. I haven't watched the originals, and I haven't watched the rebooted versions. And as a bingeologist, I will put that on my list of things to do. So those will be long binge marathons. I may call that my revisit the past marathon. I may do something like that and then catch the originals and then catch the rebooted versions as well. Like I say, I'll have my Benchtology Facebook page set up soon, hopefully before the end of the month, and then uh, you can follow along with me when I start binging these shows, okay? So let's talk about what I am binging now. Since the last episode of Benchtology of this podcast... I binged the first season of Pennyworth on the Epics app through Pine. It's 10 episodes, season one. Good show. I was surprised that I really liked it. And it's a great show if you're into Batman and you ever want to know how Alfred became Bruce Wayne's butler. Okay? Um, it took me about three days to binge Pennyworth. Let's see. A friend recommended to me Scott and Bailey. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a British detective show um, from 2011, and I think it ran until 2016. Um, 
in 2018, I think they tried to do a new version of it and changed the name to The Detail, but you cannot find that show anywhere. Um, it was canceled after one season, and it was also 10 episodes, so I haven't watched it yet, but I really did like Scott and Bailey. Um, I watched Scott and Bailey on Prime. It's five seasons. Season one had six episodes. Season two through four had eight episodes each. And season five had three episodes for a total of 33 episodes. Each episode was about 45 minutes. And I binged Scott and Bailey in about six days. You can also find it on Hulu. I saw an HBO Max if you have the subscriptions and all the other different platforms like Voodoo and Google Play and iTunes, if, but you'll have to pay for those. I also started binging another show while I was binging um, Scott and Bailey called Dr. Foster because the actress that played Bailey is the actress playing Dr. Foster. And then my favorite actress from Killing Eve, the woman who played Villanelle, is also in the show Dr. Foster. Now, I didn't try to binge Dr. Foster really fast. It's only two seasons with five episodes each, and it's pretty deep. It's a pretty dark drama, and so I kind of had to balance that out with a few funny shows in between. Um, so I think it only took me, how long did it take me to finish Dr. Foster? Probably about two weeks. If I would have just sat down and focused on it and didn't watch other things at the same time, I probably could have finished it in two days, but I took my time with that one. Um, I love British TV. I watch a lot of British television. I believe they have the best TV shows out there. I haven't signed up for any of the British apps yet. They're streaming platforms like BritBox and um, Acorn, and they only show stuff that's British and by BBC, and I love BBC. Um, and I probably start the free trials for each of them and then watch the shows that I want to watch. And then once I do that, I think the free trials are seven days and see if I may want to keep it. And knowing me, I probably will because I love British television. I, I know one of the binge marathons I plan to do is watch every episode of Doctor Who because I've kind of watched bits off and on. So I need to catch up on that. Okay, so let's talk about tips for binging. What is my binge tip this time? Let's see. I recommend that you pick one of your favorite streaming platforms, or two or three. I don't know how many streaming platforms you have. I have quite a few. And just take some time and just sit there and scroll through all the shows and make a list of everything that you've already seen, okay? You don't have to calculate how long it took you to watch them unless you just happen to remember, but just make a list. I'm doing that right now, and I even surprised myself with all the things that I've seen since probably 2012 and 2013. I mean, I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you, and I probably even forgot some. I started with Netflix, and I was just going through every category in Netflix, every genre in Netflix, and looking at my watch list, and there's some shows on there I haven't seen yet, so I moved those to the front of my watch list, and I made a list about, okay, you got to catch these shows if they're going to be leaving Netflix soon, 
So um, that, to me, is one of my favorite things to do. And I've, I've even, like, looked at my Roku player, um, turned that on, and looked and saw how many apps are on Roku. The last time I looked, it was 958, okay? 958 different apps on Roku. And I'll just take it one app at a time and just look and see what's on there and then make a list. I do have, like, a little journal that I'm using, which I will talk about later, okay? Um, and if you do that, you may remember some stuff that you meant to watch and you never got a chance to look at it. And then you'll see something that you never heard about or that you didn't know was on there and you'll put it on your list of something to watch. So be sure and do that. That's a really good tip this time, okay? Um, and it's a fun tip. I tend to do it about once a week, sometimes when I'm just like, okay, what I'm going to watch today I don't feel like I want to get into something. Then I'll just sit there and start scrolling through the different apps. And then I'll say, oh, man, I didn't know this was on here. Like, I found the original Dark Shadows by doing that. And I have that for a binge marathon. And that's going to be a long one because it's like 1,287 episodes, I think, in Dark Shadows. And that's not even counting the movies that they used to make. And I don't think that counts the rebooted version they did, too. And I forgot to put that on my rebooted list. But that's a separate, that's a podcast all into itself. All right, now, let's see. I've added something new to the podcast called Ask the Benchtologist, okay? I'll be happy to answer any questions that you pose to me. So feel free to submit your questions to me, either via email or any social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, like I mentioned earlier. And once I get the Facebook page set up, you can post questions there to me, and I'll be happy to answer them. And I may add another email address to the website that says ask, you know, and that way you can just send me your questions directly. And um, until then, let me just go ahead and get started with my first question. Let's see. Anna P. asks, what is the longest amount of time in one sitting have you watched a TV show or a show? Wow. <laughs> that takes me back. Let's see. Man, that's tough. Um, if I can count bathroom breaks and just stopping to eat, but I was probably eating while watching TV and not taking a sleep break, then probably... It's around 16 hours, and it was probably, I'm going to tell you the show, The House of Cards on Netflix in 2013 when they released season one. Now, people, I know we all watch a lot of TV, but until Netflix started releasing seasons at a time, that's when binging really, really, really took off. And I know that House of Cards was one of their first ones. Orange is the New Black was one of their first ones. Those are the two that I remember right off the bat. And I started House of Cards on a Saturday morning, like around 10 or 11. And I did not stop until about 3 a.m. Sunday morning. So that would probably be the longest one. Since then, I don't sit there and watch it that long unless I'm sick and I'm just stuck in bed, 
or I'm bored and I don't have anything to do. I don't have to work. I don't have to go anywhere. And then I'll sit up and maybe watch from like midnight to five in the morning. But yeah, house of cards. And I would say about 16, 17 hours straight. So that was a great question, Anna P. Thanks. I really appreciate that. That really brought back some memories and reminded me about some shows I've watched a long, long time ago. Okay, so that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you had fun listening and learning something new about binging. Um, I want you to join me next time when I'll discuss the new NBC Peacock app. Like, we don't already have enough apps out there. And then I'll catch you guys up on what's um, new that you can watch that's um, been new in July on all the various platforms, even though we're halfway through July right now. I'll give you guys another tip, and I will answer another Axtabentologist question. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Bingetology. Feel free to reach out to me via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email me if you have any suggestions for what to binge and share with me your favorite binge-worthy shows. I know there's a lot out there to choose from, so I may have overlooked something. So, woohoo, woohoo! I'm Judy Wu, the Bingetologist. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you have enough content to binge until next time. Stay healthy, eat healthy, include breaks in your binge sessions and marathons, try out some of those tips that I've given you, be safe if you go outside, go to the store anywhere, be sure and put on your mask, okay? And in the meantime, binge away. Woohoo!